0: Hey guys, it's me, Peter, and welcome back to Iconic Opinions. Today, I wanted to talk about creative outlets and do we need one? Because I think that a lot of people my age, I'm in like the older Gen Z, I'm definitely not millennial, but I'm like kind of older Gen Z, and I was talking to my little sister about this the other day, we were both like, we don't have hobbies, like I don't know. Some people are athletes. Some people are dancers. Some people are musicians. Like we were saying, we literally don't have hobbies. Like, what do we do? And I personally used to draw a lot. I don't really anymore. And now I really like running. But I don't really think running, first of all, it's not really like a creative outlet. It's more kind of like I love running, but it doesn't feel like a hobby in that way. And it was actually one of the reasons I started this podcast. Basically, I had gotten the podcast mics a long time ago, like two years ago. And I told everyone, like, I'm going to make this podcast, recorded a couple episodes, and I was cringing to my core. I was trying to edit them. I was doing research. Like, it was going to be like a psychology podcast. And I was like, first of all, this is a lot of fucking work that I don't love. Like, I was just giving myself homework. And then editing it, like, it was so bad. And then I was like, everyone's going to judge me. And now the reason that I go, like, by the name Peter and stuff is because I was like, you know what? This is like an out loud diary for me. And I love listening to podcasts. I love dissecting different, like, opinions from different podcasters. And I was like, you know what? That's going to be my creative outlet. I'm going to create a podcast go on there and talk about stuff that I want to talk about and I'm not going to tell anyone because that's not the point of a creative outlet and so yeah that's why I want to talk about do we need creative outlets and how do we get them so first do we need them I'm going to cut to the chase the answer is yes you knew the answer was going to be yes 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 but the problem is we live in a society that really does not encourage us to have hobbies Like, they do in a very, like, surface level, inauthentic way, disingenuous, like, yes, mental health, have hobbies, this and that, but then you actually go to do the hobbies and it gets really competitive really fast, or there are expectations, or people are watching you to see, like, how good it is, and, or just, like, for example, like, in art class when we were all in elementary school... Were you creating art because you like loved it or were you trying to create the best thing to get the best grade on it? Same thing for band. Or even like if you're a musician in a band, like if you're in a classical, like you're constantly trying to refine and make it perfect and this and that, which is amazing by the way. I love classical music. I love orchestras, all of that. Or like dancers, like ballerinas are amazing at what they do. But I'm not really talking about those types of, hobbies that are almost nearing like like side hustles or even just like you know leaning towards mastery because I think trying to gain mastery in something is like really really wonderful and important in many ways but I'm talking about really just benign hobbies benign little creative outlets especially for students and people who like young people in the workforce because We study and work all day, and then we finish. And then, you know, as Gen Zers and even millennials, we just scroll on our phones like freaking zombies. Like, my screen time for TikTok, I don't even want to check it. I have such little self-control. I need to delete that app. Otherwise, like, I will be on it on my phone. And I feel like we just haven't been disciplined in that way. A lot of us have been dis like disciplined academically and that's great we need academic discipline but we also haven't learned how to like truly let loose in a creative hobby which i think in many ways is intellectual cuz it's very stimulating i think it can help get rid of burnout for example like for i'm the literal only reason i'm filming this right now is because I was at the library all day and I was feeling really burnt out. So I was like, I'm just going to hop on the pod and I know it's going to make me feel amazing. Like I have a candle right now, have a low glass of wine. That'll definitely help. And yeah, so we do need creative outlets, right? Like it's a way to not feel lost sometimes. Cause I find for me, when I'm studying all day, as much as I love it, Sometimes like at the end of the semester I'm like who am I? Like does anyone get that existential feeling? I'm like I have no personality. Like I'm so bland. I just study and then I go see my friends and we go to a bar or to lunch or whatever, but like I don't feel that like creatively stimulated a lot of the times. And I think it's important for our own development to do that. And it's also important for like stress and longevity, I think, you know, like if you're able to hone in on this creative activity, that's fun and just makes you feel less stressed out, makes you feel a little happy. Like I am so happy right now. I think that's a key to longevity. Like if I keep doing this or just find another little hobby and yeah. And what can those hobbies be? It doesn't need to be music or art or this or that. Because like when we think of hobbies, I feel like it gets very categorized. And you're like, shit, I need to choose one. Like, Do I play chess? Do I start painting watercolors? Do I start dancing? Do I do this? Those are all very low-key technical things. And you know what? If you want to start water painting to water paint, go at it. But for me at least, I feel like when I kind of entered university, I was kind of looking for a hobby to do. And that's exactly what I was looking. I was shopping around at the hobbies that already existed, right? And none of them really fit for me for the first reason because people were watching me and I'm kind of afraid of failure. And this is something that, you know, we've been taught in capitalism, we've been taught in schools. Like, I didn't really love the idea of starting something and kind of being really shit at it and everyone knowing that I was shit at it like I didn't love that feeling and second they yeah they didn't really click for me like I would love to be a yogi yoga master but I'm not I enjoy it every now and again but I don't love it and kind of like this podcast it can be anything if you love thrift shopping I literally think thrift shopping is like an activity in itself Sewing. Sewing is really freaking cool. Bullet journaling. I went through such a big bullet journaling phase and it was so much fun and it's one of those things that like, you know, no one sees. Or, I don't know, like, let me think, like making those little lo-fi videos on YouTube. You could have so much fun making one of those and I bet it's probably not that hard. I actually have no idea, but if you're like a comp sci major, like, you could do that. Or... Making those Pomodoro study with me videos. Okay, no, I'm making this way too academic. That's not that creative. But like, just designing wrapping paper. I just looked at the gifts under the Christmas tree, designing wrapping paper. That could be really cool, even if you don't end up doing anything with it. So I don't know. It can be anything. And I feel like it kind of comes down to being like, look around you. What are the things that you like? If you also like listening to podcasts, all right, who cares? Start recording shit on your phone. Or if you if you really like coffee, you know what? Okay, go buy a journal and start self-training yourself to be like a coffee sommelier. It can be anything. Like make candles, really, it can be anything. Design lighters, buy a bunch of big lighters, and then you could paint them or whatever like the possibilities are endless baby what was the second prompt to this um do we need one yeah I guess why do we need one I just said the longevity thing um second I think it works your brain in new ways which is really important so you know how like there's a whole bunch of like for example research on magic mushrooms that's saying that uh i think it's the psilocybin in the magic mushrooms helps form new neural connections because basically what happens is your neurons form certain like patterns they create kind of like a web when you're used to getting up going to school every day um memorizing a whole bunch of uh like psychology stuff or the latter, or you're used to doing math all day and then going home and cooking the same thing, your neurons will start, because they're firing in the same patterns every single day, it kind of like, I imagine it kind of like a web, but it's not actually that, of like they fire in that direction and then their links with other neurons become a lot weaker and it can be more difficult to like, you know, like wired together and I think that kind of goes back to for example when I'm always studying I'm like who the fuck am I it's because I haven't been like firing my neurons in those creative ways in the ways that make me feel alive I don't know and it's kind of like when you practice something over and over you get better at it right that's those neuron patterns and I think Finding a creative outlet is a wonderful way to kind of have that in a fun, low uh, low intensity, like low stakes environment. And I think that it's literally good, that's literally good for your brain health, by the way. And it's all like it's use it or lose it, baby. It's use it or lose it. They say that for a reason. And it, I don't know, I think it can make you make new types of connections, which then can really inform your academic or work life in really positive ways, right? So imagine like you're literally getting smarter by doing the most benign things. If you're creating more connections in your brain or making it easier for certain things to connect, then maybe when you're at work and you're faced with a problem you'll be able to think of more creative ways to solve that problem because you've been doing XYZ creative thing outside of work and you've allowed yourself to not have such rigid thinking patterns. And I think that's a society thing, at least for me. I really tend to fall in these very, very rigid thinking patterns that I don't necessarily love. And for me, this podcast is a way to kind of get out of that. And I think a creative outlet is a great way to get that out. Another reason it's good for us is literally to counter the effects of social media. So I just said how a creative outlet can help like, basically make you smarter. I literally, to the bottom of my core, to my center, think that social media does the opposite. It is so mindless. Are you kidding? It is the most like turn my brain off thing possible. Nothing is firing when I'm on social media besides freaking adrenaline and whatever sugar makes light up in your brain, okay? It makes you like crave that, but that's not new connections in your brain firing. I'm sorry, like unless you're only consuming the Wall Street Journal, no, excuse me, no. And I think if you start- Doing another creative activity and you really enjoy it or are learning how to do it. For example, like I learned how to sew fairly recently and I would spend a lot of time learning how to sew. And even though that was kind of a failed hobby on my end, that time I spent learning how to sew is otherwise time I would have spent on social media. So you can start thinking of it in those terms. Like if you're not able to be like, oh, this is good for me, like, blah, 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 then you could literally frame it as, like, this is countering the negative effects of social media because I think social media also just, yeah, it makes us dumber. It makes us insecure. It makes us envy a life that we do not have that we're also preventing ourselves from having. For example, on social media, I see these bitches who are my age living a dream life, and then I'm like, I spend 90% of my life at the library studying and then I'm like miserable but then nowadays I'm like I have a little podcast that I'm gonna go home and film a little podcast and that's a little way to romanticize my own life and make your own life a little less miserable so that's pretty much all I have I hope you enjoyed this I am gonna go make some mac and cheese but I love you and I'll see you on the next pod. Bye. It's Peter, by the way.